Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. And for today's episode, I'm here to recap week 12 of the 2021 NFL regular season. This week was a pretty crazy week, but compared to week 11, 20, uh, 10, 9, last couple weeks, it hasn't been that uh, that crazy when it comes to the amount of upsets. Of course, there was still a handful that took place yesterday and on Thursday. But before we get there, I want to talk about the NBA scores starting from Wednesday on the 24th. So we had the Lakers defeating the Pacers 124 to 116 in overtime. We had the Hornets beating the Magic 106 to 99. The Nets beating the Celtics 123 to 104. The Rockets beating the Bulls. Wow. 118 to 113, the Pelicans beating the Wizards 127 to 102, the Suns beating the Cavs 120 to 115, the Timberwolves beating the Heat 113 to 101, the Thunder losing to the Jazz 110 to 104, the Raptors beating the Grizzlies 126 to 113, the Pistons losing to the Bucks 114 to 193, the Hawks beating the Spurs 124 to 106, the Wizards, excuse me, the Warriors defeating the Sixers 116-96, and the Kings defeating the Blazers 125-121. to Now on Friday, the Clippers, they defeated the Pistons 107-96. The Bulls, they defeat the Magic 123-88. The Hornets defeat the T-Wolves 133-115. The Wizards defeat the Thunder 101-99. The Spurs defeat the Celtics 96-88. The Suns defeat the Knicks 118-97. The Hawks defeat the Grizzlies 132 to 100. The Pacers defeat the Raptors 114 to 97. The Bucks defeat the Nuggets 120 to 109. The Pelicans defeat the Jazz 98 to 97. The Warriors defeat the Blazers 118 to 103. And the Kings defeat the Lakers in overtime. I believe they went to triple overtime in this game. It was a crazy game, but the Lakers couldn't held the W in that one. On Saturday, we had the Timberwolves beating the Sixers 121-120. We had the Suns beating the Nets for their 16th straight game, 16th straight win, excuse me. The Knicks defeating the Hawks 99-90. The Magic losing to the Cavs 105-92. The Heat beating the Bulls 107-104. The Rockets defeating the Hornets 146-143 in overtime. The Wizards defeating the the Mavericks 120-114. And the Jazz defeating the Pelicans 127-105. Then yesterday we had the Warriors defeating the Clippers 105-90. We had the Bucks defeating the Pacers 118-100. We had the Celtics beating the Raptors 109-97. The Grizzlies defeating the Kings 128-101. And then the Pistons losing to the Lakers 110-106. Now for today's games, we have the Magic versus the Sixers, the Nuggets versus the Heat, the Thunder versus the Rockets, the Pacers versus the Timberwolves, the Wizards versus the Spurs, the Hornets versus the Bulls, the Cavaliers versus the Mavericks, the Blazers versus the Jazz, and the Pelicans versus the Clippers. So we have around nine games tonight, and then tomorrow we have five games with the Grizzlies, Raptors, Lakers, Kings, Blazers, Pistons, Knicks, and Nets, and then Warriors, Suns. Oh, wow, they're going to be playing tomorrow. That's going to be a really good matchup. Two of the hottest teams in the NBA facing tomorrow on Tuesday between the Warriors and the Suns. Will the Suns win their 17th straight game of the season? Yeah, <laughs> looks like it. We'll have to wait and see. Golden State has been amazing this year this year as well. Uh, before we also get into Week 12, I also want to talk about uh, 
uh, you know, I want to give my condolences to uh, to Virgil Abdul's uh, family. Rest in peace to Virgil. Um, man, uh, unfortunately, we got the news that uh, he passed away due to cancer. If you don't know who Virgil Abdul, he was a fashion designer. He was the director of Louis Vuitton since, what, 2017 or 2018? Um, he was also the inventor of Off-White. You know, he was a big st staple in uh, in the in hip-hop community. I mean, he's created some of the best album covers. Uh, he's also been, you know, just in the fashion industry and just brings art and has just been doing that for debt for, you know, this pretty much this 2010s decade. He's been he's been pretty much just, you know, the 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 the, the designer that really a lot of rappers kind of get up to with with fashion with jewelry and with album covers the man just really just does it all he brings life into what he does and his his work is just phenomenal i mean you know some of the album covers that he's done and obviously being a huge collaborator with kanye west i mean he's been working with kanye west since pretty much the late 2000s um i believe he also he was the one who pretty much designed 808s and Heartbreak, uh, My Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy, The Yeezus, The Watch the Throne, The Good Music, Cruel Summer, all those album covers. He also did Love is Rage 2. He did Love Live ASAP. He did The Wizard from Kid Cudi. Uh, he did Based on a True Story. He did another one. I think he did one with Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise. And he's done a bunch of others. You know, and and that's just that's just the album art. You know, he's in the industry and in fashion. I mean, come on, he's 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 established a huge founding in off white. And of course, you probably see a lot of people at work or at school if you go to school, like I do, probably wearing and and, and dripped out in off white or at least in Louis Vuitton because of course he's one of the designers for Louis. And you know, he he just he has he's represented it, art in every in every frame. Every every frame in clothing, in in album paintings, in clothes, in shoes, magazines, the man's done it all. But unfortunately, you know, at the age of forty one, um, he passed away due to a, a disease that you know has has really taken many people. Man, fuck cancer, man. It's really it's just sucks, you know. It sucks, man. So, uh, you know, give condolences to his family. And I hope, you know, his family can uh, get through these tough times, you know. So that just sucks, man. Of course, you know, everybody's showing love to, to Virgil. Um, because, you know, he, he's, he's just definitely someone very important in hip-hop. He's pretty much hip-hop's designer. I mean, he's probably just that the guy that everyone looks up to when it comes to just... Uh, when it comes to the drip, when it comes to every every type of phase in in in, in staple in, in hip hop, man. When it comes to album art, jewelry, fashion, does it all. He did it all, and so yeah. And you probably heard, you know, many rappers re refer to to Virgil, you know, in countless uh, rap lyrics, you know, of course relating to to jewelry or to fashion. So, you know, if you never heard of Virgil, you probably got to hear just plenty of rap songs that you'll definitely hear his name i mean drake and kanye obviously are two people that refer to him a lot especially drake drake has referred to virgil like maybe even hundreds of times uh, yeah and if you haven't heard of the drake song without like a virgil line 
yeah, I don't, I don't know what's, uh, I don't know what you've been missing, but y- you know, it's, it's out there for you to listen to. But anyways, rest in paradise, Virgil, um, you know, legend, honestly, I mean, definitely like he, he, he is, he is a legend at the age of 41. He died a legend. I don't care. I mean, it's not a rapper or anything, but huge, huge uh, figure in hip hop, huge figure in art. I mean, not just in hip hop, but obviously that's his biggest, um, that's his biggest, uh, you know, stage and his promise and pretty much, you know, his collaborators are mostly rappers. So, but other than that, man, you know, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely have a lot of people contributing to his, uh, his, his memories and, you know, telling good stories about him and everything. So, yeah, that's that. Anyways, now let's get into week 12 of the NFL regular season. Starting off with the Chicago Bears taking on the Detroit Lions. This is on Thursday, the first game on Thursday on Thanksgiving. And the Bears took the W against the Detroit Lions. The Lions are 0-10-1. and Fantastic. And the Bears are 4-7. and The Bears actually struggled in this game against the Lions. This was a pretty close game. But the Bears were down by one late in the fourth quarter. But then, of course, the game-winning field goal went to Chicago to take the game from Detroit and potentially... The first Thanksgiving win for Detroit since 2016, but that did not happen because Detroit always loses, especially on Thanksgiving. It's a tradition, like I told y'all. So the Bears are 4-7. and seven. Next week, they go up against the Cardinals. So it's going to be a pretty, pretty tough game for the Bears next week, despite playing in Soldier Field in Chicago. Going to be a tough game. For Chicago to face up against probably the best team in the NFL in the Arizona Cardinals. And the Detroit Lions, well, they go up against the Vikings next week. So, good chance the Vikings are probably going to annihilate the shit out of the Lions. But, you know, maybe the Lions could get their first W. I've been praying for that for like the last couple weeks. But, again, that's just that's just not been able to happen. And I do think the Lions are going to win one game this year because... I did say I think every team was going to win two or three games. Yeah, maybe every team besides the Lions. So, but the Lions got to take the exception. They're, they're, they're going to take one. They're going to take one. They're going to take one. Come on. They're probably, they're probably like beat the Falcons or like the Seahawks or some shit. But we'll have to wait and see. And so, yeah, the Lions, yeah, they just did not play great. Um, statistically, let me see. Uh, Jared Goff, 21 for 25, 171 yards, two touchdowns. A receiving touchdown for Josh Reynolds and TJ Hawkinson. And then for the Bears, Andy Dalton, 24 for 39, 317 yards, a touchdown interception, and then a touchdown for Jimmy Graham. So, so yeah, the Bears' Lions kind of went back and forth. Nothing too crazy. The Bears took the W. They defeat the Lions 16-14. to 14. Next game, we got the LV. Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Dallas Cowboys in a Thanksgiving battle. Very big battle offensively for both teams. But the Raiders ended up taking the W in this one against the Raiders 36 to 33. The Raiders 6 and 5 and the Cowboys 7 and 4. 
Derek Carr, 24 for 39, 373 yards, a touchdown, an interception. And for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 32 for 47, 372 yards, two touchdowns, zero INTs. A rushing touchdown for Ezekiel Elliott. A rushing, receiving touchdown, excuse me, for Sean McCann and for Dalton Schultz. So this game, I did see the first half of it. Uh, the second half I did not see because I was on my way to, obviously, see my family on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I did not get to see the second half of the game, but the second half of the game was probably the best part of the entire game. But uh, I did see through the highlights and through, um, you know, film that this game was filled with horrible officiating calls. Some I did find in the first half, but I didn't really see as many as I did in the second half. Yeah, a lot of penalties, a lot of flags thrown. I've never seen more yellow flags on the field more than once. I think at some point they threw like five, six flags at once. Yeah, uh, what a what a really bad horror, uh, officiating game, officiating performance for the refs. Probably one of the worst I've seen this season, maybe ever. I don't know about ever because there's so many... There's so many horrible officiating games, but probably this season is safe to say. I don't want to say the Cowboys got screwed over, but a lot of penalties, a lot of costly turnovers, and everyone now is uh, going on uh, and Anthony Brown's head, the corner from the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, he had four defensive pass interference penalties. Four. In one game, which obviously did cost them a lot of uh, first downs, did curse a turnover, did cause a lot of uh, possessions for the Raiders overturn. Yeah, definitely was very big for the Cowboys in not winning this game. But in the end of the day, they had a pretty close game overall. And over time, it was when the Raiders really took over and took the W. Now, the Raiders 6-5. Next week, they go up against Washington. So... Pretty, should be a pretty easy win for, for the Raiders, if you ask me. And the Cowboys, 7-4. Next week, they go up against the Saints. Or this week, they go up against the Saints on Thursday Night Football in New Orleans. So, pretty fun game to watch. Maybe not because the Cowboys are definitely better than the Saints this year. But maybe the Saints with Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback this week could do some damage. We'll have to wait and see. But the Raiders, they defeat the Cowboys 36-33. to Next game, and finally the last game on Thanksgiving, we got the Buffalo Bills versus the New Orleans Saints. And speaking of the Saints, they got annihilated <laughs> by the Bills, 31-6. to The Bills 7-4, and the Saints 5-6. Josh Allen, 28-23, 260 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, two receiving touchdowns for Docks and Knox, Matt Breda, and Stephon Diggs. And for the Saints, Trevor Simeon, 17 for 29, 163 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and a receiving touchdown for Nick Vanett. So, yeah, the Saints, they didn't do nothing in this game. Offensively, they didn't do nothing. And defensively, they were struggling. But the Bills, man, the Bills were cruising. They had a great Thanksgiving game. The Saints, unfortunately, couldn't have made it any worse. They just played bad on both sides of the ball. Yeah, it just, it just looked like a mess. The Saints are one of the most inconsistent teams this year. They're hot, they're cold. They're hot, and they're cold. 
they go on one game winning streak, then maybe a two game winning streak, and then lose the next two. And so on and so forth. So, yeah, I don't know where the Saints are going to go, if they're even going to make the playoffs or not. But the Bills, they take the they take the W beating the Saints. They're 7-4. They go up against the Patriots next week on Monday Night Football in Buffalo. So that's going to be a pretty big game for Buffalo because both of these teams are fighting for first place in the AFC East. And, man, those Patriots, as you all know, they are red hot right now. They're on a, currently on a six-game winning streak, and they're five and zero on the road. So, yeah, they might be six and zero if they beat Buffalo next week. Uh, so, the Bills got to step up. So, yeah, they got to get ready for that game because yes, they beat the Saints. Good for them, but again, the Patriots are no joke. So, the Bills they got to prepare for that game, and then for the Saints, they're five and six next week or this week. They go up against. The Cowboys on uh, in uh, New Orleans, so maybe the Cowboys should take the W, but maybe the Saints can pick up the pace and get something going because they just haven't been playing that good at all this year, so that's that. Next game, we have finally the games from Sunday, from yesterday. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals, they defeated the Steelers, but not just defeated them, pretty much blown the hell out of them out. 41 to 10. Yeah, the Bengals 7 and 4 and the Steelers 5 5 and 1. Ben Roethlisberger 24 for 41, 263 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, a receiving touchdown for Pat Fearmuth. And then for the Bengals, we had Joe Burrow 20 for 24, 190 yards, a touchdown, interception, two rushing touchdowns for Joe Mixon. Had a great game in this one. And then a rushing TD for Joe Burrow. And then finally, a receiving touchdown for T. Higgins. Yeah, the offense for the Bengals was clicking on all cylinders. Was playing great all-around football in this one. Yeah, definitely the Bengals stepped up in this game and played great. And the Steelers did not. They were a mess offensively. Couldn't get the ball going. Obviously, the only highlight was that receiving touchdown to Fearmuth. Anything else that Pittsburgh was doing in this game was pretty bad. It just it they just don't look ready to they don't they don't look mentally right uh, to be a playoff team right now. They're just not playing like it. They've just been all over the place. Their offense is stiffy with the blicky. Ah, uh, never mind. So honestly, I don't really know what to say about Pittsburgh at the moment. And next week they go up against the Steelers. I mean the Ravens. Excuse me. So, that could be another L for the Steelers next week. Or not, because the Ravens also haven't been that fantastic recently, even though they did get the win yesterday. But anyways, before we get there, the Bengals, though, next week, they go up against the Chargers, which is going to be a pretty, pretty serious game. And the Bengals do have a pretty difficult remaining schedule. They have, they're going up against contenders. I mean, they got the Ravens, they got the Chiefs, they got the Browns. They got the Niners, the Broncos, and the Chargers. Especially next week, they got the Chargers. So, yeah, the Bengals do got a remaining uh, six games are a little difficult. A little get difficult. Uh, some games may look easier than others, but, hey, you know, they're all neck and neck. The toughest game for sure remaining is probably the one against Kansas City. And so they got to get ready for that game. But that's in January, so, of course, they got four games to prepare before that one. But... Cincinnati, they take the W 
against Pittsburgh, 41 to 10. Not even fucking close. Anyways, next game we got the Carolina Panthers versus the Miami Dolphins. And just like as I predicted, the Dolphins, they take the W against the Panthers, 33 to 10. Cam Newton, 5 for 21. My God. 92 yards, 0 touchdowns, and 2 interceptions. And then Phillip Walker came in the 4th quarter because Cam Newton got benched in the 4th. 5 for 10, 87 yards, and 1 pick. It was a rushing touchdown for Cam Newton. And, of course, 0 rushing receiving touchdowns for the Carolina Panthers. Tua Tagovailoa, 27 for 31. 230 yards, a touchdown, two rushing touchdowns for Miles Gaskin, and then a receiving touchdown for Jalen Waddle, and also a touchdown from the defense. They had a kick, a punt kick return touchdown in the first quarter of the game. I believe it was the first punt of the game for the Panthers. We received the ball, and boom, we ended it in the end zone for a touchdown. And yeah, the Dolphins. Five and seven, as well as the Panthers. But the Panthers right now have been struggling. Um, you know, they've lost last two games. Um, they did beat the Cardinals. Cam Newton's, I'm back, you know, meme. But after that game, they've lost two straight. They don't play a game next week. They're on a bye week. But when they come back, they go up against the Falcons on December 12th. So that should help them with their schedule. Get ready for these next five games because they got tough games against the Buccaneers twice and then the Bills and the Saints. Maybe the Saints won't be as much as competition as the Falcons, but still, we'll have to wait and see. And the Dolphins, they won the first game of the regular season by defeating the Patriots 17-16. Yes, remember that? The first game of the season, we beat the Patriots by one point. And then for the next seven games, we looked bad losing to the bills the raiders the colts the bucks the jaguars ugh, the falcons my god and the bills so seven game losing streak after winning that one game in the regular season in the first game of the regular season but now are the dolphins switching it up mid-season late mid-season they got the win against the texans to start that one game winning streak then they beat the Ravens, then the Jets, and now the Panthers. They were at a seven-game losing streak. They're now at a four-game winning streak. And next week, they go up against the Giants in Miami. So this streak could continue to this streak could continue to roll right now, guys. They could win the next three games easily. I guess the Giants, Jets, and the Saints. The game against the Giants, I mean, the Saints will be kind of difficult. That's actually going to be two days after Christmas. But, yeah. And then to end their schedule, they do got the Tennessee Titans and the Patriots. So those are going to be two big games. But the Dolphins are in this playoff hunt, believe it or not. Even though they have a losing record at the moment, do not count them out. Their next three games, they could definitely win. It's just the last two games that definitely is not giving me hope enough to put them above uh you know playoff contenders if they end the season 10 and 7 after starting the season 1 and 7 impressive just fucking godlike imp- just godlike impressiveness 
just mind-blowing if they can actually pull this off. But anyways, I'm not going to get too excited. They still have five games left. The Dolphins, congratulations. Y'all on a winning streak, but y'all got to keep winning the games. Y'all got to take care of New York next week. So get to it. Don't fuck this up. Let's not lose to the Giants. But speaking of the Giants, the Giants, they were taking on the Philadelphia Eagles last week. Or not last week, yesterday, literally yesterday. And they defeated the Eagles. How lovely. The Giants defeated the Eagles 13-7. The Giants are now 4-7. While the Eagles are 5-7. The Giants next week go up against the Dolphins, as I just mentioned. And the Eagles next week, they go up against the Jets. So two pretty easy games for both opponents. But then again, the Dolphins could easily take the game against the Giants. But the Eagles, they take the L 13-7 against the Giants. Jalen Hurts, 14 for 31, 129 yards, zero touchdowns, three picks. God. Boston Scott had a rushing touchdown. That was literally the only height of the uh, highlight of the game. Daniel Jones, 19 for 30, 202 yards, a touchdown. Um, and that single touchdown was a receiving touchdown by Chris Marinick. So, yeah, very boring game. Very defensive-orientated game. Uh, I didn't watch this game, but I'm glad I didn't watch this game because my guy Jalen Hurts struggled passing the football rushing 77 yards eight carries he's looking he looks all he looks good he's one of the best running qbs he's one of the fastest qbs in 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 the league you know i don't want to say he's lamar jackson but definitely has a prototype of lamar in a way and you can it's very comparable not better than lamar obviously i'm not going to go that far but you know, some similarities are, are, you know, attached to there. But as a passer, this game did not prove anything for Jalen Hurts. He threw three picks that just looked dreadful. And yeah, that offense couldn't do nothing against a defense that is one of the worst in the league. They just can't really get much going week by week. And the Giants are the Giants, man. I mean, lose to the Giants. Again, it's a divisional game. Both teams aren't amazing. Both teams maybe are mediocre, but uh, damn. I thought the Eagles were going to take the victory. You know, they looked they looked red hot. Uh, I did say, you know, out of the remaining six games, they were going to lose at least two games. So that's one. They're probably going to lose another game. And hopefully that's not against the Giants again. That's probably going to be a game against the Cowboys, which is probably the last game of the season. But come on, the Eagles got to win against the Jets next week. They stay in New York in the same stadium, but they have to play the rivalry team, the Jets. So, get get it done. Get it done. Please, Philadelphia, if y'all don't win, I'm taking y'all out of this playoff picture. Actually, if they don't even if they don't win this game, I think they're actually out of the playoff picture despite if they win the next 4 games. Losing to the Giants decimated pretty much their playoff hopes. And I know they have the same record as the Dolphins, and I'm out here saying the Dolphins have a chance of making the postseason. But the Eagles have the way easier schedule. But I'm already not giving enough hope. But anyways, five games left. We'll see what happens. Eagles, please win these next four games. 
Very crucial. Very important. Y'all want to make the postseason. Y'all need it. And y'all will have a bye week on the uh, December 12th, I believe. So, you know, after that Jets game, you have a bye week. Then go Washington, then Giants, then Washington again. So y'all be good. Y'all be good to go. Y'all get ready. If y'all want to make the postseason, y'all gotta get y'all gotta get shit going. You gotta get shit going. Next game, we got the Atlanta Falcons destroying, not destroying, not really, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, twenty-one of fourteen. The Falcons, yeah, had a pretty uh pretty good game. Had a pretty decent game. They were consistent in the first uh, half. In the second half, they kind of kept it going, but was a little sloppy at times. Definitely a couple turnovers. Uh, Matt Ryan, 19 for 29, 190 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Cordell Patterson, two rushing touchdowns. And then Russell Cage or Gage had a receiving touchdown. Trevor Lawrence, 23 for 42, 228 yards, a touchdown and an interception. And then Tavon Austin had a receiving touchdown. So the Jaguars, we all know, man, Jaguars are a very shitty team. They didn't really play that well, as you could expect. Just was a mess offensively. Defensively was a little bit better than I expected, but still didn't get the W. So nothing, nothing, nothing important in Jacksonville at the moment. The Falcons are five and six. Next week they go up against the Buccaneers in Atlanta, so that's going to be a pretty tough game for Atlanta. And then the Jaguars, they are now two and nine. And next week they go up against the LA Rams. So yeah, the Rams have a pretty easy game. And uh, they should definitely take advantage of beating the damn Jaguars because the Rams have also been struggling these last three games, last couple weeks. So, yeah, the Rams definitely got to take that one to the bank. So, yeah. And the Falcons, of course, they defeat the Jaguars 21-14. to Speaking of another game that ended 21-14, to we got the New York Jets defeating the Houston Texans 21-14. to Zach Wilson, 14 for 24, 145 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. A rushing touchdown for Zach Wilson himself. And then Austin Walter, no receiving touchdowns for the Jets. For the Texans, Tyrod Taylor, 17 for 26, 158 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. A receiving touchdown for Brandon Cooks and for Belvin Jordan. And an interception by Trivio Thomas. Yes, two of the worst teams in the NFL facing off against each other. And the Jets were able to beat the Texans. Yeah, the Texans made a lot of bad mistakes in this one. They look bad. They look worse than the Jets. Sad. The Jets are now 3-8. and eight. Next week, they go up against the Philadelphia Eagles. So hopefully the Eagles can take care of business and destroy the shit out of the Jets. The Texans, 2-9. and nine. Next week, they go up against the Colts. Could be a lot closer than expected. Even though the Texans are a pretty shitty team, I think they might actually, you know, have a pretty decent game against the Colts. Do I think they're going to win? No, probably not. But, hey, shit, you know, they, they might keep it close. They might keep it close despite how shitty they are. So, we'll have to wait and see. So, yeah, the Jets, they defeat the Texans 21-14. to Next game, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the New England Patriots. Wow, the Patriots... Yeah, they have been red hot. Defeating the Titans 36 to 13, the Patriots 8 and 4 and as well as the Titans 8 and 4. Ryan Tannehill 11 for 21, 93 yards, a touchdown in interception, a rushing touchdown for Dontrell Hilliard, 
and a receiving touchdown for Nick Westbrook. For the Patriots, Mac Jones, 23 for 32, 310 yards, two touchdowns. Damian Harris had a rushing touchdown. Kendrick Bourne had two receiving touchdowns as well. Yeah, this Patriots offense, vicious, clicking, just have been on point. And the defense as well, man. The defense has been great too. Man, Bill Belichick only needed one year to basically make this team pretty much a Super Bowl contender after Brady left. Damn. I mean, I, I never was to say Brady was the reason New England was successful. I mean, obviously he was definitely one of the reasons, if not probably the biggest reason. But he definitely certainly wasn't the only reason. Because, of course, we got the best fucking head coach, the greatest head coach of all time in Bill Belichick. I hate to say it now, but uh it, it like it meets me saying that now doesn't hurt as much as me saying that maybe like a couple years ago. Cause I hate to admit that Bill Belichick was the greatest head coach of all time. Cause just because I was a Patriots hater, that's it. That's it. But no, it's facts. It's facts. This man worked his ass off in the offseason to get up good trades, re-signing a lot of players Signing Hunter Henry, re-signing uh, J.C. Jackson. He did so many great moves in the offseason. And here they are. They're 8-4. They defeat probably one of the best teams in the AFC in the Titans. And the Titans just did not look good at all in this game. They were really inconsistent. Their offense, man. They have no run game. I know they're suffering through injuries. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. They literally are just very limited on weapons. So, unfortunately, the Titans are just dreadful on offense. And the defense hasn't been that amazing. I mean, i say, you know, it has its moments. But still really isn't something to be impressed about most of the time. But the Patriots, man, they're red hot. They're on a six-game winning streak. The Patriots next week, they go up against the Bills on Monday Night Football. So, yeah, that should be a pretty difficult game for the Bills and for the Patriots. So, should be a fun one to watch next week. And for the Titans, they go up against the Jaguars. But they have a bye week next week to take over, you know, losing the last two games to the Texans and to the Patriots. So definitely needed the best time to get this bye week going next week so they can come back in Tennessee on December 12th and beat the shit out of the Jaguars because, well, the Jaguars should be manhandled like as they've been throughout the entire season. Then they have teams up against, got to go against Pittsburgh. Then they got to go up against the Niners, the Dolphins, and then the Texans to end the season. They should definitely get that victory there for revenge. But the, yeah, the Patriots defeat the Titans 36 to 13. Next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeating the Indianapolis Colts 38 to 31. High, very high offensive game. This one, it was. The Buccaneers now 8-3 and, and the Colts 6-6. Six six. Tom Brady 25 for 34, 226 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Leonard Fournette had three rushing touchdowns. Ronald Jones had a, a rushing touchdown. And Leonard Fournette also had a receiving touchdown. Yeah, Leonard Fournette went off. Basically did his best Jonathan Taylor impression this week by scoring four touchdowns. Uh, I know Jonathan Taylor had five. But still had an, an amazing game. That doesn't change anything. Carson Wentz, 27 for 44, 306 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. 
uh, I don't know if they did count the interception at the very last play of the game. Probably not. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had a rushing touchdown. Touchdown, whatever the hell I just said. T.Y. Hilton scored a touchdown. I have, I have, I have never heard a lot about T.Y. Hilton in a while. Glad he got a touchdown. Austin Doolin and Jack Dole also had a receiving touchdown. So yeah, offensively, both teams snapped, played the ball pretty well. You know, they were there, they were doing their thing. They were doing their thing. But the Buccaneers, they're the Buccaneers. With Tom Brady, you're gonna survive 99.9999% of the time. So they took the W. They led them to a final game-winning drive under three minutes to go. Boom, the Buccaneers take the W against the Colts. The Colts next week, they go up against the Texans. So that should be a pretty easy W for the Colts, hopefully. And the Buccaneers next week, they go up against the Atlanta Falcons. So the Falcons, definitely going to have a tough one against Tampa Bay next week. And so the Buccaneers, they defeat the Colts 38-31. to Next game, we got the L.A. Chargers taking on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos defeating the Chargers 28-13. Broncos now 6-5, as well as the 6-5 L.A. Chargers as well. Justin Herbert, 28-44, 303 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, a receiving touchdown for Jared Cook and for Austin Heckler. And then for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, 11 for 18, 129 yards, a touchdown, zero INTs, and Drew Locke, four for seven, 26 yards, and one INT. A rushing touchdown for Teddy Bridgewater and Javante Williams, and a receiving touchdown for Eric Sobert. So yeah, the Broncos played good offensively, looked pretty decent in this game. Um, definitely played better, obviously. Chargers looked pretty inconsistent. Fourth quarter, looking okay but didn't do that much throughout this game. The Chargers just have been kind of on and off, a little bit inconsistent. I'm a little worried about them now. I mean, they're pretty much that that good team that just win and lose, win, lose, win, lose. I mean, hell, I mean, it's just kind of been going up and down for this L.A. team. They still have six games left in the schedule. Next week, they go up against the Bengals in Cincinnati, which will be a pretty difficult game for the Chargers. The Bengals have been pretty good this year, so... That should be a challenge for them. And for the Broncos, looking pretty good. 6-5 as well. But they, next week, have to go up against the powerhouse Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Which still, even though the Chiefs haven't been amazing this year, they've still been great and they've stepped up. They are not the same team that they were in like Week 7 or Week 6 or anything like that. They are now in week entering Week 13 looking like a completely different team. And, uh, yeah, they could definitely get another W. I think they're on a four-game winning streak. They were on a bye week, so they did not play this week, by the way. But, um, yeah, the Broncos have got a pretty tough game against Kansas City in Arrowhead or Getta, Getta Stadium, whatever it's called now. So, we'll see how that goes. But the Broncos, they defeat the Chargers 28-13. to Next game, we got the Minnesota Vikings versus the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers take the W against the Minnesota Vikings, 34-26. to Kirk Cousins for the Vikings, 20 for 32, 238 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. A rushing touchdown for Alexander Madison. 
And then two receiving touchdowns by Adam Thielen in the first half of the game, not even in the second. The 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, 17 for 26, 230 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Debo Samuel had two rushing touchdowns. Eli Mitchell had a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and Jawan Jenkins also had a receiving touchdown. So yeah, back and forth. Uh, fourth quarter really wasn't doing anything for anyone. But in the third quarter, madness. The Vikings were scoring a lot. Niners scored 20 in the in the third. And the Vikings scored 12 in the third. They were playing great. But the Vikings made a lot of costly turnovers in the fourth quarter. Couldn't overcome a deficit. They missed field goals, extra kicks, missed opportunities in the, in, in the red zone. Um, obviously a costly interception for Kirk Cousins. So yeah, the Vikings couldn't get the W against San Fran. It was still a pretty close game though, and the Vikings could have definitely won this game. Well, I mean, the Vikings pretty much could have been at this point undefeated by the amount of games that they lost by one possession. Because my God, this Vikings team, they lose, but they lose within one possession. All of their losses, which is literally... How many? Six of them have been by, what? Uh, well, obviously they lost by eight. Then they beat the Packers. Okay, okay, okay. They lost to the Ravens by three. They lost to the Cowboys by four. They lost to the Browns by seven. They lost to the Cardinals by one. And they lost to the Bengals by three. This team right here. Surprisingly, if they just were lucky enough to get one more try, one more possession, or were able to, you know, get through a possession and actually break through, they could have actually had more than five wins on their schedule. And those six L's could have maybe been six more W's. Yeah, they could have been 11 and 0. I'm saying that right now. They could have honestly been 11 and 0. Now, realistically, the only games I see them that they were very close to winning that they didn't was definitely that Vike, uh, that Ravens game. Uh, maybe that Cowboys game as well. Uh, the Cow, the Browns game, you can give it to them. Definitely the fucking, uh, Cardinals game because they could have easily won that game if they made the, uh, the, the field goal because they missed the game winning field goal. Obviously turned into the game losing field goal. Yeah, they could have definitely had like two, three more wins on their win column. They could have had a what? An eight and four record right now? Or eight and three or a nine and three right now because they've only played uh, 11 games. But you get what I mean. But yeah, the San Francisco 49ers, they take the W from the Minnesota Vikings. Then we have the LA Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. The Packers defeating the LA Rams 36 to 28. The Packers 9 and 3, while the Rams are 7 and 4. Matthew Stafford for the Rams 21 for 38, 200, 302 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. A receiving touchdown for Daryl Henderson, Van Jefferson, and Odell Beckham Jr. He hasn't scored a touchdown. In almost a year, in a year and a month, 420 days to be exactly, according to CBS Sports. 420 days. Nice. 
Uh, yeah, that's how long Odell has touched the ball and grabbed the ball and took it to the end zone. Yeah, it's been a while. All this Cleveland Brown drama that he had really wishes was not doing anything for him. And the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 28 for 42, uh, for 45, excuse me, 307 yards, two touchdowns, zero INTs, a rushing touchdown for Aaron Rodgers, and a receiving touchdown for A.J. Dillon and Randall Cobb. So, yeah, both teams played great offensively. The Rams definitely had a lot of costly turnovers, some pretty bad decision-making for the uh, for Matthew Stafford and for the Rams. The defense was looking pretty out of shape. Yeah, definitely was looking out of place for the Rams in certain parts of the game. But the Packers, they looked pretty good way throughout the whole game. They were looking great. No surprise here. The fucking, uh, you know, the uh, the Packers are still here. Live in a well in this playoff hunt. They're trying to be the best team in the NFC. Are they? Probably the best team in the NFC, you know. You know, depending on who you ask, but this team is still really, really good. No surprise there. Now, next week, they don't have a game. They have their bye week next week playing in Lambeau Field against the Chicago Bears. So, pretty entertaining game um, for the Packers when they come back from their bye week. And for the Rams, they will also had a bye week last week. Um, so, uh, not last week, excuse me. They had a bye week a while ago, my bad. And, or not last week, two weeks ago, they had a bye week. After that 49ers game, they had a bye week. Um, obviously losing to Green Bay. But the next week, they go up against the Jaguars. So that should be an easy game under their schedule. Yeah, no no surprise there. The, 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 the Rams should easily take control over that game. It shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. And if it is, yikes. Uh... Wow. But anyways, the Rams got to win the game against the Jaguars, so got to take it over. And then that was all until we had finally Sunday night football between the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were able to take the W 16-10. Browns, Baker Mayfield, 18 for 37, 247 yards, a touchdown, zero interceptions, and only a receiving touchdown to David Nyoko. And then for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 20 for 32, 165 yards, a touchdown, four interceptions. Mark Andrews had an amazing grab and a touchdown in this game. Definitely uh, one of the highlights of the weeks, probably even of the season with the fucking, I think it was like a 50-yard throw. He caught it one-handed with the right hand. Crazy throw. It wasn't for the touchdown, but still a crazy catch, crazy throw for Lamar. Uh, but speaking of Lamar, he did not play great in this game. I mean, damn, four picks. And that was all in this. And three of those picks came from like the last two, three minutes of the first half. He threw three picks in like three minutes. In two minutes, honestly. I, he, I think he had it like two, like 230 left. Then he had another interception with like a, a 140, 130 left. And another interception with like 30 seconds left in the second quarter first half was about to end like man through three costly interceptions but luckily the browns couldn't even get anything out of those picks so three interceptions for lamar oh shit you know lamar could have cost any 
you know, and it could have cost, you know, multiple, multiple points in Cleveland. Could have definitely scored off of them, but no. The Browns couldn't even get off the hump. They just they were just struggling offensively. Couldn't get anything done. They're six and six, while the Ravens are now eight and three. The Browns, they go up against the Ravens, not next week, because they have a bye week, but they do up against the Ravens in Cleveland this time on December 12th. And for the Ravens, they go up against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Of course, eventually after that, on December 12th, they go up against the Browns. So yeah, the Steelers, if they can win this game against the Ravens, it'll be a pretty big game for them. But it looks like the Ravens could handle this one. And so yeah, that was all for yesterday's games. Um, And of course, tonight, Monday Night Football between the Seattle Seahawks versus the Washington football team. It's currently underway. Right now, it's currently the second quarter. The Seahawks are up 7-3. to three. So we'll have to see. On uh, I'll, talk to, I'll talk about it on Wednesday, how it went through. Um, unfortunately, let's talk about some injuries. We had a void. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is to miss the remainder of the NFL season with an ankle injury, unfortunately. So another running back out. Due to injury, Dalvin Cook, he left out of the uh, Vikings game with a pretty bad hit in the shoulder. Um, I don't know if it's anything serious. Hopefully it's hopefully it's not. So that's not another uh, running back out uh, in the uh, in the NFL. It's just been looking bad. And also Debo Samuel and Fred Warner also suffered injuries against that 49ers uh, Vikings game. They also are expected to, to not play against Seattle. In week 13. Also, uh, Tristan Hill, he was suspended for two games for punching offensive guard for the Raiders, John Simpson, um, towards the end in overtime uh, on Thanksgiving. So this man wanted all the smoke after losing on Thanksgiving. Come on, man. I know. Look, I know you lost the game to a team that you probably shouldn't have lost the game to, but. Come on, man! It's Thanksgiving, bro. You really gonna just you really just gonna punch a man like that? You got suspended on Thanksgiving, man. Well, I mean, the suspension came through today. He will be missing the next two games, obviously, due to that incident. So yeah, and uh, so yeah, Dalvin Cook. It looks like his injury was a, disco- a dislocated shoulder and a tore labrum. So yeah, he's definitely gonna be missing some time. Hopefully, not for the remainder of the year, but. Yeah, that's that's the case right now. Um, the playoff picture, I'll go over it on Wednesday because the Seahawks and Washington football team are playing now. So I'll go over the playoff picture on Wednesday. And I'll also go over the statistics. I, I actually haven't even checked the, the, the stats this year that much. I've only checked it maybe a handful of times. I just really don't even go. I just check the scores, the standings, my fantasy, and actually watch the highlights and the game. I don't really check the stats that much this year, but I'm gonna go check the stats. Uh, you know, inner, you know, all, all positions: quarterback, running back, receiving, kickoffs, all that shit. I'll go over the stats after Week 12 when this game between Seattle and Washington wraps up. I'm gonna talk about that on on Wednesday. So uh, that is it for today's episode. That is it for today's episode. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Be sure to follow my TikTok at yay the goat eighteen. That's Y E 
T-H-E-G-O-A-T, 18. It all rhymes. That's a fucking bar. Call me Kanye West because I'm the fucking go. Anyways, that's my TikTok. Uh, December, I'm going to be posting every single day. Yes, you heard that right. Every single day. I did two TikToks earlier this month, but it's been weeks since I haven't done a TikTok. Well, I will make all of that up for doing a TikTok every day in the month of December. And I will not fuck up. Hopefully not. I will not fuck up. I will not allow myself to fuck up for the next 31 days. Um, Tomorrow's my last day to not do a TikTok for the remainder of the year. Can't believe it, guys. We are only one month away from 2022. 2022, guys. 2022. Can you believe it? 2021 has flown. I don't even think it's it 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 went on hyperspeed, hyperdrive. This is some Star Wars shit. It, nah, the speed of light. The fuck? I still feel like it's 2020. I mean, hasn't been as bad as 2020. Oh god, I don't even remember. That. I don't even want to remember about that year. But anyways, I'm just I'm just fucking yapping and yapping for no reason. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. For my week 13 predictions and, of course, statistics and everything else that pops up, anything else, any other news that comes up on Wednesday, I'll let y'all know about it. Of course, I'm going to be working on my end of the year list. I got to do rap, best rap verses, best songs, album of the year, uh, my own award show. I have to tweak it up a bit. I remember I did an award show last year. If you guys haven't checked it out. You don't got to check it out. It, it's fine. It, it'll, it'll be updated. It'll be better than, than last year. Uh, I got to add more categories and obviously do the categories. I have a, I have a, lot, of, a, lot, a lot of stuff to do with the podcast, future episodes. I will be definitely uploading a little bit more in December because of those uh, episodes on the podcast. And some of them will also be on TikTok. So again, you want to see more content and you actually want to see my fucking face because you just hear me through audio. And, you know, I don't have this uh, podcast on YouTube yet. It will, it will get there. It will get there one day. Uh, you know, I sympathize. Empathy always works. It will eventually at some point be on YouTube. You'll actually see my face do the podcast. But if you want to see my face or not, whatever, it's your choice. Go follow my TikTok. Like I said, yay the go 18. So, yeah, that's that. But let me get the fuck out of here. Thank you guys for watching, listening. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.